And we're back with another episode of the Anarchist Experience, episode 228, aka season 3, episode 48, coming at you this week. As always, I am your host, Mr. Rich E. Rich, along with MC. And since MC's here, uh, you know what that means. We have call-in numbers for you to dial. And those call-in numbers for you to to not dial, because you never do, are 303-335-9527 or 303-835-1301. That's 303-335-9527 or 303-835-1301. So what is going on with you this week, MC? Uh, Some sort of compassionate anarchist thing going on there? Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, there's this group called Compassionate Anarchy on Facebook, and oh, apparently they get they get a lot of posts on there. I mean, it's it's pretty amazing. Uh, just in the last couple of days, there's probably fifty or sixty posts. Um, so anyway, I I very rarely post on there. I, I comment. You comment a quite a bit, yeah. Okay, but I don't post on there. So I made a post, and the reason I did it is because uh, it's. The what you know the group is compassionate anarchy. I was like, well, this this might help somebody figure out, uh, you know, why they're not motivated. Um, so the video I posted is called the Locus Rule. Um, okay. And the title of it is to uh, how to stay motivated. Um, so anyway, it, it goes through uh, the this process this uh, a fifth grade teacher did with a whole bunch of kids, and uh, so she takes a bunch of kids. And gives them these these puzzles, and the the first set of puzzles that they get, the, the teacher says uh, everybody did great, uh, better better than all the previous groups, um, and then for half the class, she's or for half the group, she says the the reason you did good was because you're smart. Interesting. And and the other half of the class, they say the reason you did good is because all the effort you put into it. And then they proceeded to give them, give the, the groups, the two groups now, uh, more puzzles to do and uh, more challenging ones. And, or just the option to, you know, pick which, which puzzles you want to do. And the group that was told you're smart, uh, well, they got bored of, of the exercise quicker and they didn't enjoy it. And, uh, they, didn't spend very much time on the complex puzzles. Okay. Um, and the one the the groups that were told that their their effort is what produced the outcome, uh, they they ended up liking the the games more. Um, they they spent more time on them, and they spent more time on the more difficult ones. Um, and they I can relate they to that it. outcome. Yeah, go sure. ahead. And they and they enjoyed it. So it's like scientifically, uh, kind of proven that uh you know that the the, your outlook matters and and the the deeper reason why is because is well it's it's called the locus rule and and it's the locus of control or your the belief that things are in your control or out of your control and so if you tell somebody they're smart then that's something out of their control they don't have control over uh how smart they are it's just something they're given um, allegedly right that's the belief but, I mean, yeah but some people are really smart and yeah and they're and they're told that and so they don't try um especially when they when they can't do something easily then then it must be because they're not smart enough i'm raising my hand over here as you're saying that i'm that guy <laughs> 
So, um, I forget where I was going with this whole thing. But now, oh, anyway, so tied into I, some compassionate anarchy. <laughs> yeah, the, the the reason why I posted this because I thought it might help somebody figure out the pr- perspective uh, for themselves on why they may or may not be motivated and maybe think of how to change that. Um, and so I got in a discussion with this guy. Uh, I'll just uh, say he, his name is Jay on on the internet. Um, and is it RJ? He, is it Munster? No, no, oh, not. he's in a bunch some, of anarchist groups too. Some some weirdo, but my favorite local agorist when I was in Hawaii. <laughs> and so, uh, at first, he was attacking my position because I said, "Well, I'm I'm successful, and I don't think I'm smart, and I just I just keep trying. I just try, 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 and I failed sure. many times. I've lost I've lost all my money that I you know all my investment money that I had uh, three times before I I succeeded." It's a very um, entrepreneurial mindset to, to continue to fail into success. Sure. Um, but I also, I, I, so one of the things he was saying was that the, the, the he doesn't like the, the system, you know, I don't want to, he said he, in his words, I don't want to play that game, but, um, and that's fine. If you don't want to play their game, there's, there's other games to play. And that, that's kind of the, the point of the, you know, the, the fifth grader class or whatever, um, you know, you you do have the option which games to play, and and some of them are more difficult than others, and and or you can just give up on all of them. Um, that's all your choice. But uh, you might want to look into why you're picking and choosing to you know quit on things. Um, and I think for a lot of uh, you know commies and stuff that uh, they 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 say it's the system that's keeping them down and not not themselves. Um, this particular guy even brought up uh, Elon Musk saying, you know, well, if it wasn't for the system, then like think of how many more Elon Musk there would be. And it's strange that he brought up Elon Musk because he was in South Africa and, and you know, he couldn't accomplish what he wanted there. So he actually left his country. Yep. Uh, to So he didn't blame anything on the government. He was just like, uh, it's probably better... If, more 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 realistically for me to accomplish this if i go to the u.s and so he just did right um he so, he, he is a state welfare crony capitalist though let's well, let's be too. clear about that yes. that was but, that is a choice that he made to accomplish sure. his goals and, and i'm not saying it it he's is a good example of anarchy but i'm but the point is uh he is a brilliant guy and uh he put his mind to something and he accomplished it he didn't he didn't say anything was keeping him down and true and he, he's all, one of the other things that's really cool about him is that he risked everything uh he said one point he he gambled all of his money on tesla and if, if that would have failed then well i can live on two dollars a day uh, <laughs> so and and that's in contrast to what a lot of these people on, the, on this group say you know like they're they're uh they complain so much about, you know, people's uh, living standards or or having to work for the man or work for somebody else. And it's like Elon Musk was the guy that said, you know what, if it comes down to it, I'll work for somebody else for two dollars a day, and I'll be fine. You know, like that's that's a that that is a good role model. Like especially, I mean, if if you look at you know everything you have and you know you you want to take risks to to improve you know your life or the world or whatever you want however you want to look at it um you know once you, 
I, what it comes down to me for for him is that uh, you know he can take care of himself. Yes, and that's that's not the attitude that I get from a lot of lefties on 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 these groups that I talk to. They they want handouts and they want things to be easy. Sure, and. I don't and think it's a mindset that only permeates lefty culture, by the way. But please continue. Oh, no. I'll, we'll get no. into that in a minute. Um, that's just what I run into the most because they're, they're arguing for different social systems that, that, that take away the uh, responsibilities of you know, taking care of yourself. Right. Um, so anyway, I, I want to read to you because I, I asked him for his, his personal situation. And he... He kind of laid out exactly the thought process that I that I thought he would, but but he <laughs> the way he put it was just like I I, I can't believe he doesn't see uh, how this is affecting him. So anyway, I'll just read what he says. Okay. I I you know because I was trying to figure out you know where you, where you told you you're smart when you're younger, um, and how how uh, you know how do you live your life basically? And so his story is. I was one of the smartest and most capable people I knew, sure. I'm sure a lot of people equated that to, so why didn't you produce value and earn earn the debt accrued of your existence? And that's just it. The people who don't want to play that game, refuse to comply with it, never saw the world that way, literally being told that means they deserve to starve to death and die for it. Because behind behind you, what you're intellectualizing here that's the position that I think you're really putting forth when you say someone has to earn their keep. It's a really weird sentence. I mean, long run-ons and stuff. <laughs> so maybe he's not that smart. I don't know. But what if what if they reject that they have no worth in and of themselves, but only in what these systems they never even chose can squeeze from them? So this this whole paragraph so far, he's saying that all these things are out of his control. Yep. He's he's smart. These things are out of his control. People get to pick what he's worth and I'll move on. So he, he says uh there's no day or moment of choice for most. Okay. <laughs> there, there is a systematic rejection of their right to carve their own path. Ever wonder why we have so few Tesla and Einsteins and and outcast genius weirdos in our own era? I, we have plenty, but uh, okay, why are they a thing of history? Because they're they're told to produce for the existing model or fuck off and die. No, they're not told that. Uh, because those who notice will look away. Um, so he's he's making my point exactly for me that you know he thinks he's smart and he also thinks he has no control over you know his life. Um, and and he and he puts that on other people too. He says there's there's got to be a whole bunch of other smart people that. Well, they just can't do anything because the system sucks. Sure. And it, and it, and it wants them to die. Uh, <laughs> like, what? It's just, it's, to me, it's totally, in, total insanity. But, uh, but anyway, I, th- I thought it was interesting that, that he actually replied, that, you know, he thinks he's smart and, and, and that's what makes him lazy. <laughs> <You know? laughs> okay. So again, I can relate to that. I can relate to that. Uh, I don't want to say 100%, but I'm definitely, in that in that realm, um, because I did fairly well in school, mm-hmm. um, but I've always been a slacker 
like my whole life. But but not a complainer, I don't think. No, I'm I'm a big time complainer. I don't I I don't necessarily blame the world for my position from from like my lot in life. I'm not that type of complainer. Um but 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 I am I am a, I'd like to speak to the manager guy. I definitely like I'm a feedback giver uh, as much as possible. Uh, but what I'm what I'm getting at with the with the the I'm smart mentality is it it introduces a layer of frustration um, once things aren't easy because you're you know like I said I did very I did very well in school uh, or fairly well in school as a slacker uh, mm. to the point where they went, you know, Hey, you could do so much better. Um, if things were harder for you. So they skipped me like two half grades, so like a full grade. I did first semester, fourth grade and second semester, fifth grade, um, as a way for me to have to put more effort into mm-hmm. school because that came easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and what that does, what I'm saying is what that did for me, at least I'll speak, I'll come from my, uh, what that did for me is it introduces a layer of frustration when things aren't easy, when things don't come naturally, um, and I can't do things uh, at a high level early on in the process. Uh, that frustration leads to I give up, mm-hmm. right? Because the thought the thought process at that time is, I know I'm smart. Everyone else knows I'm smart because I've been told I'm smart for so long. Right. That there's no way I should not be able to do this. Right. Right. Like I have never finished a Rubik's Cube. Mm-hmm. I've never done that. <laughs> Cause I, I pick it up, I play around with it for a little bit. I don't know the patterns. I don't know, you know, the you know, the 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 uh combination, the, the you know, the order of operation, I guess, for the mm-hmm. people who are really good at that. Sure. And I and I just put it down and it never gets finished. Right. Yeah. Um there's uh any number of projects, startups, you know, things that um, if I had put a little bit more time into like entrepreneurial endeavors, right? Here's where I get stuck in the entrepreneurial endeavor process. And if you want to go to my personal Facebook page and look at all like the pages that I administer, nearly all of those pages are ideas that I had that I went, ah, I could do this and make some money. Um, and it never got past the idea stage. It never got, it never got yeah. past the, uh, the, what am I going to do? And how I'm uh, going to brand it stage and actually move into actually producing value for the world outside of working for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have success with that in one, in, in one aspect. Um, but when I wasn't making, when I wasn't able to like quit my day job and do this full time type of right. thing, again, I just went, well, I'll just, you know, that goes on the back burner again, like everything else. Uh, and I'll just keep working for the man. So I understand that mentality. The other thing that I mentioned uh, earlier on is like I don't think this is something that is strictly a a left uh, idealism, I guess, um, because it it is an issue that pervades the libertarian movement and the liberty movement, uh, even here. Uh, we've been here in New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. Uh, me and our other uh, f- former co-host, I guess at this point, because she's not on as much anymore, uh, M. Uh, we moved for the Free State Project, and one of uh, one of our collective areas of expertise, uh, and I, I don't mind saying that, is uh, I'm gonna say coaching and personal growth and development. 
like we've done a lot of it. Uh, we've coached other people in it. She more so than me. So she carries a much higher level of expertise than I do. Um, and she does, you know, um, she has her own business that she's been launching for about a year now. Um, you know, helping other people get through, you know, their issues, like, mm-hmm. like, an, uh, healing and, you know, self growth and that sort of thing. One of the things that we had a, a major dis- dispute on between me and her is how does that apply to the folks within the Liberty community here? Because she wants to bypass entirely the idea that the state interferes with the lives of the people, right? She, she goes like, well, if your goal is to be a billionaire, right? The, the way to get there is irrelevant. And I go, well, it's partially relevant, right? Because, <laughs> because we here, right? The goal may be the, the, the goal may be to be a billionaire, uh, but how we get there is also important. Right, the the, the yeah. those amongst in the liberty community, right? We don't want to use the state, we don't want to rely on the state, uh, you know, for for support to get in there. We're not like Elon Musk. We're not trying to do crony capitalism. And uh, when we get our paycheck uh, from the, you know, from for um, from our current employer or from customers or whatever, the man, the state, wishes to take a proceed of that, right? A significant percentage of our uh, of our labor uh, goes to the state. And I go, well, if you want to be, you know, so, so M goes, well, if, if you, if that's the case and you want to be a billionaire, just aim for 2 billion, right? And give the state a billion and then you have a billion. <laughs> right. I go, then not the point, you know, right? You're missing, you're, you're missing like the, 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 the overarching goal to get this sub goal of wealth. Um, so what that leads to here, um, specifically in, in, in our community, cause I've, we, we've talked to people in some of the other, um, in some of the other communities within the state that are just in different cities. Um, and they have a different, uh, wealth consciousness towards this sort of thing. So the, the people that we interact with most, right. Are, uh, no offense if you're listening. I don't know how much of you actually listen to me talk, um, are on the lower rungs of the economic ladder. Many, for that reason, they, they would rather earn less, make less, you know, give less and, and in doing so give less to the state. So they're not feeding the beast. Right. And then, so how do you become, you know, how do you become a billionaire or a millionaire, whatever it is, whatever your goals are, um, without, without, you know, contributing to the state in some way. And I go, there has to be a way. This is what I'm ta- telling Emna. I said, there yeah. has to be a way to accomplish both goals simultaneously. Right. That's the mindset shift that both her uh, and these people have to make where they can say, yes, I can make a fuck ton of money um, without contributing much to the state. Um, so a, 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 um, I'm friends with you know, a handful of prominent members of the Liberty community on Facebook. And I'm, you know, if, if you're listening to this, you know who I'm talking about. Um, if, you're not, if you don't know who I'm talking about, don't worry about it. Um, but one of, one of them, uh, posted about her husband saying like, rather than, you know, buy a house or pay rent or whatever and contribute to the taxes chose to live on a bus, right? Like that's, that's the extent that the, these people will go to, to avoid contributing, uh, to the state. I go, well, how does that, 
So the question is then, how does that serve him as an individual or he and his wife as a family unit, right? Like what is, what good does that do for them, for the community, if the only goal is to, uh, is to starve the state, right? And, and the answer is not much. So the, the, the mentality that the state interferes and we would be much better off uh, is not just a lefty thing. It happens within the liberty community. And the solution for it um, is somewhere out there that no one has stumbled across or stumbled upon yet because, you know, your compassionate anarchy, Jay uh, guy, um, he's partially right, right? If, if, if kids weren't forced through, uh, you know, uh, 10, 12, however many years of, of government schooling, mm. there's the potential that some of them would have gone on to do greater things. Oh yeah. Uh, um, and we know that because that's what the government school system does. And from a developmental perspective, we know that that's the years that kids, you know, the, the, the children's brains start to form and their thought process start to solidify. Right. So you have to get to them young in order for them to not develop that going forward. So there's definitely an impact uh, of the state on the development of, of thinkers, you know, Einstein's and Musk's and Tesla's and whatever, whatever names you want, there would, there, uh, there's definitely would be more, uh, individual thinkers like that absent the state. The ones that are able to break free from that are exceptional. Um, and you know, even again, even the case of Elon Musk doesn't break free from the mentality of the state because he uses it as a, as a crony capitalist, uh, to get taxpayers funds to, to accomplish his private goals. So he's not, he's not free from that. He just, he's, you know, he's a genius in his own right. Um, but not free from the, the state, uh, mentality. He's just, he bypasses it to, to suit his own goals. Um, and for a lot of people on the left, you know, the commies or whatever, they do the same thing, but on a much smaller scale. Right. They would rather get their handout from the state in terms of a welfare check. Right. They would rather get their, their food stamps uh, and their social security and whatever government handouts that they can rather than the billion dollar government grant for doing something exceptional. Um, but I, I, I would, sur- I would suggest that the, it's a similar mentality, um, maybe on a, on a different, maybe different conceptually from your locus of control example, um, but still within that, that status framework, uh, the locus of control is, is something that exists. I'm going to say more along, uh, right leaning individuals because, you know, um, the, the, the idea that you can control your destiny fits more within that framework, right? Even though the state's going to take, you know, 50% of my profits or 50% of my income or whatever, um, I can still be productive. I can still produce. And in giving them that, I can still, you know, make myself wealthy or successful or whatever. Just 50% less than I would have been without them. Am I explaining that? I, I, I went off <laughs> a little bit, but that's, that's my general thoughts uh, on the article. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, the, the, the point of posting it was just so that people can look at look at their own lives and and see how the idea of uh, 
being, you know, thinking you're smart, uh, might, might make you, uh, less, less motivated or less, uh, less willing to think you can control the outcome. So, um, and, and I think for, for a lot of people it's true. I think it's, you know, part of our deep, uh, philosophical minds or whatever. Yeah. Like I said, it's that, it's that level of frustration because if you're, if you're that smart, it should be easy. And when it's not easy, it either, it either contradicts the fact that you're not that smart and then you have to face that reality, right. And put in more effort or do something different to accomplish that goal. Um, or you ignore it, right. And walk away from it and give up on it. Uh, and then you can maintain the illusion that you are as smart as you say you are. And so actually it's kind of funny you you brought up the Rubik's cube and I actually made a post to that guy about the Rubik's cube. (laughs) See what I mean? Because, because, well, the reason why is because he said he was talking about, Oh, well for people who don't want to play that game and that, you know, that's basically, you know, working for the man. Yeah. Um, and so I brought up the idea of the Rubik's cube. It's like, okay, uh, Rubik's cube is hard and, but I, I know, there's there's ways to accomplish it. I know there's algorithms and stuff that people use, and if I wanted to spend time, I could I could master it. You could. Um, you absolutely could. Because once you and, figure it out, then it's figured can, out and, permanently. And you can master a lot of things, um, not not just uh, you know the game of Rubik's cube. If you think of life as that way, you can you can master it, and that's kind of a process that uh, you know you're on because you're, you're trying to live your life by principles and that's that's a game that you play you know yes and and you're doing better than most um of course you're not perfect but i mean who cares i mean <laughs> it's, it's your life yeah um i never claim perfection i right. just i i try to stick to i started i try to stick as close to principles as possible and and you know make things happen that way um there are there are areas that you can call me a hypocrite and fine right i, I put gas in the car uh, you know, I, I pay the gas tax, um, you know, M has our cars registered, right? They, they take social security out of my paycheck. They don't, I don't, I'm pretty sure that I'm still filed exempt. Um, and there's no state income tax here in New Hampshire. So I, I keep most of my paycheck, which is a beautiful thing. Mm. Um, but there, you know, you, you could get me on the, well, you're not living in the woods foraging for fruits and berry anarchist anarchist. So you're not anarchist enough for me. And like, you're right. Right. <laughs> So, but, but you know, my, my, my point is, is that, uh, I haven't yet chosen to master the Rubik's cube. Um, but I'm, I, uh, I can, I can admire the people that have and, yeah. and, it, and it's the same way I look at pretty much everything. There's some people that are you know, really good at making money and good for them. I'm not one or, you know, there's, there's, you know, CEOs that, that, uh, you know, make a lot of money off of their employees. Uh, yeah. Oh, God forbid. <laughs> Good for them. I mean, if if you don't want to work for them, you don't have to. And and if you want to make more money from them, you should uh, you know, negotiate with them. Uh, I think one of the problems uh, is is people uh, are not greedy enough. Uh, not not that they're too greedy. Um, people are too generous with their time, and they don't uh, you know try to. Yep try to get more i mean and and there and there's always for every i'm person, in the i'm in the midst of that battle as well with a couple of different employers sure and there but there's there's always some point where where you get you know amount of money and then the effort to get more uh doesn't seem worth it <laughs> or possible um 
and and so you you just stay where you are and uh, yeah there's some people that say it's the system that's that's keeping it that way and it, to me it's really not it's like you have more control over your life than uh some people like to admit yes and and from again if you want to go back to that commie perspective right they always think that their their employer is like shortchanging them and keeping their excess value and yet they probably have never asked for more up front right like if you if you want $15 an hour you just apply for the jobs that pay that right and then or the ones that are close to that demand it and then don't sell your labor for anything less right. it may be difficult you may have <laughs> so to go through a period of zero to get there you got to set your own minimum wage yeah, you do. You really do. You know, um, why do you I, have to have the government do it for you? I don't know. Well. Yeah, uh, you know, one of the one of the things that I'm I'm going through right now. Uh, I don't know if I talked about it on the show, uh, but like you know, my one of my employers, the restaurant, you know, uh, like three weeks ago, maybe close to a month ago, came up to me and they said, "Why can't you work more?" You know, because they're they were, we're short staffed, and I'm only there like three nights a week. Like it's it's less than it's not even a full part time job. It's like you know, 14, 15 hours a week. Um, and I said, well, cause, cause you guys don't pay me enough. <laughs> and she went, was, well, is that it? I go, yeah, I have other jobs that pay better and I spend more time there. <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> you know, if, if you want to, she goes, well, name your price basically. And I went, well, I haven't really considered it. Like I have to do the math. Well, I just throw out a number. So I threw out a number and she went, okay, I'm gonna go talk to the head chef about this. Um, so she talked to the head chef, the head chef came and talked to me. Um, and I said, you know, I, I don't think I'm demanding too much, but that's what it costs, right? Because I go, I, I, I come from another job and then most nights I go to another job. Um, and both those pay better. So you have to like outbid those significantly for me to change my, what, what, what is, you know, now a set schedule. Right. Um, and I'm, it might sound like, it might sound like a ludicrous request to ask for that significant of a raise. Uh, I think I've been there since like March, in, in February, March is when I started. So like, you know, five months or so four, five or six months, um, it might be ludicrous to ask for that large of an increase in pay. Uh, but that's what it costs to buy more of my time. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And you guys keep cycling through new, new hires that are oh, in yeah. the door and out the door since I've been here. And I haven't even been here that long that someone in the upper management level has to figure out that, you know, especially in this area, because I've always, when we first mm -hmm. got here, I felt that wages were a little depressed. Right. Um, someone has to figure out that with all the help wanted signs up around town, specifically for restaurants, right, that if you want to hang on to employees, uh, money factors in, right? Right, uh, right, right. Now, one of the chefs left after seven years uh, to take a pay cut because it was like in his career, he was looking for more exposure to different types of kitchens to, you know, balance out and, and widen his, his, uh, skill set, right? He, he, he was an expert in this particular kitchen doing this one specific thing. Um, uh, but long-term future, not going to help him if he, ha if he's ever running his own restaurant type of thing. So he's going to go learn under a different chef, under a different system, under a different restaurant and take a slight pay cut. Even when they offered him more, they said, well, we'll give you yet another raise and, you know, for, for, you know, a lion cook position with a little bit of like assist, like a sous chef type position. And he went, no, I'm just, I'm done here. Like there, you, there's nothing more that this place can teach me. I'm going elsewhere. Um, so he looked at it like he was getting paid to learn, 
right? You come, you learn, you learn, you do the job, and then you take that skill set elsewhere and you learn and you build upon it. Whereas the leftist, the commie uh, mindset is that, you know, they're not learning anything. They're being exploited at work. You know, they're, they're contributing so much because they're so damn smart. Um, and yet they're not right. And yet, and they're getting underpaid and under, and you know, under, underappreciated, undervalued. Um, and, and, and still they're not right. If you, if you display a, a competency to do more, um, they will, they will come to you for more, right? I didn't ask for a raise. Um, I mean, I, I did, but not in, not insofar as I went, Hey, can I, you guys aren't paying me enough, bro. Um, you know, they, they came and said like, we want more time from you. And I said, well, you have to pay for it. <laughs> right. <laughs> And that was, that was part of, in you know, and the other job was like, should we, should we put in a raise? We like, we like your work. Would you like a raise? And I went, you don't even have, why would you even ask that question? Just give me one. Um, and that's, you know, that's been going on for even more months with no results. So I'm going to, I am personally a little frustrated, not frustrated enough to, um, to quit yet because I'm still doing the same job that I was doing, uh, initially for the wage that I agreed upon. Like they haven't, they haven't thrown any more work at me, um, as well. So it's just like, eh, you know, whatever. And if I want to start looking, I'll start looking once, once the frustration level builds to a point where I go like, now I'm being taken advantage of, I'll just move on. Um, and that could be soon. Yeah. Who knows? Depends, depends on, on what they come back to the table with. Um, but yeah, so I never, I never feel, um, I never feel like I'm being exploited. I never feel like I'm being taken advantage of, um, quite the opposite. Right. You know, I, I, it's my time and I sell it to you. Um, and as soon as <laughs> yeah. I can get, and as soon but, as I can get a better deal for it, I sell it to somebody else and take whenever, whenever I talk to the, you know, the communists and socialists, there's a total lack of honesty and responsibility. And so I, I guess the, besides trying to help people on the compassion and anarchy, I also wanted to, to find out uh, the answer to this question. And so I want to know, is the locus rule or uh, the idea that you're in control of your own life, is that the, the one thing that uh, unites the commies and socialists? Do they, on, I mean, like, I'll just say like 90, 90 to 100%, do they believe that uh, they're not in control of their own lives? And, and, that, and that's why they end up being collectivists and seeing things, seeing themselves as part of this, you know, huge machine uh, that is oppressive and, and everything is because if, if that's it, if there's this one thing that connects them, then then mind, because I think socialism and communism is a, is a disease, maybe it can be cured. Okay, I'll say yes. And again, I won't even limit it to just commies and socialists. It's it's, well, it's all collectivists or. Sure. Well, obviously all collectivists, but I, uh, it, it's a, it's a mindset that pervades commies and socialists. It's a mindset that pervades liberty minded individuals. It's a mindset that pervades most of society and human existence. Um, and which is, which is why people like the Teslas, the Einsteins, the Musks, whatever, whatever expert name, you know, that you want to throw out the reason why they're super successful is because they're they're a fraction of a percent of people who believe 100% that they are in control of everything that happens to them right it's it's a, it's a ridiculous level 
of responsibility that any individual, not just communists and socialists, but any individual human on the planet has to accept uh, in order to be secure in what they have um, and be able to get more than where they're currently at. Um, uh, the, the other example I'll throw out a few years ago when I broke my leg, right? Um, you know, it was like a, a week before my birthday, we had a big birthday party planned. Uh, and then we had to change venues because where were we going to have it? I could not get to anymore, right? Like it was we had a friend's house who lives on a hill and he had to go down this like steep driveway to get to her apartment. Um, I'm like, nope, not going there because my leg's busted and I'm in pain and I'm on crutches uh, and I got to keep this some bitch elevated, but you all come to me. And um, so my buddy comes to the, comes to, you know, to the party. And the question that he asks me is, uh, so how did you manifest this, right? What, how are you taking responsibility for what has just happened to you, right? Like I got hit by a car, right? Like doesn't seem like my fault. And I said this before on the show, when I talked to the police, right? Not going to tell them that I am responsible for this at all. But in the private conversation that's, you know, now I'm airing, uh, not, not the first time I've said this publicly, but in the private conversation with my buddy, uh, not only did I already have an answer cause I had thought about it. I had meditated. I had reflected on this as well. Um, how did, how did I create that situation in my life? So when he said like, how did you manifest this rich? I go, you know what? I think it was, I think I was kind of just burnt out at work and I needed a vacation. Like that's it. You know, I didn't want to go to, I was done going to work for a little bit. Um, and now I don't have to. Right. So, so I take responsibility for what happened. Uh, not only that, when, when I replay the events of how I got hit in my head, um, I took my eyes off the road to look at some other jackass doing something stupid, right? I didn't see the car coming because if I had been focused on what was in front of me, not what was going on to my right, uh, I, I would have seen the other car and maybe could have gotten out of the way. It would have given me a better chance to avoid that situation entirely. So I take responsibility for that, for my actions, for my behavior in that event. And on the subconscious level, why I chose to put myself in that situation to begin with. Um, and that is, that is a, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to fucking throw a little bit of credit my way. That is a high locus of control. That is a high level of control in my own life to be able to reflect upon that and say, this is why that happened to me. And most people, not just commies, not just socialists, uh, uh, all collectivists, as you said, um, but even beyond that, most people don't want to take or are unable to take that level of responsibility in their lives for every little thing that happens, quote unquote, to them, right? Because it doesn't happen to you. You create it. You manifest it. You cause it to come into being by choices, actions, and decisions that you make. So it's not just a commie, collectivist, socialist uh, mentality, but it's definitely something that can be fixed, can be changed, if the individual is willing to do that sort of deep introspection, ref, re, you know, reflective work, uh, and take absolute 100% responsibility for everything that has happened to them, uh, all the way down to the minutia, right? You go like, I created that. 
And now because I take responsibility for what I have created, I am now in control and can create uh, what will come to me in the future as well. MC? Hmm. Okay. I think, I think, I think we're done. Okay. Does that, I'm, it was long, but it, that answer, <laughs> I'm sure that answered the question somewhere there. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's it's definitely a mindset that commies, socialists uh, have, but it, it, it's also everyone else as well. Talk to I, anyone I on the street. I'm still I'm still not sure what you mean by everybody else because there's, I mean, for the most part, my feeling is that uh, people that just have jobs and you know, they're paying for their mortgage and their credit cards and their thing. Um, for the most part, they, they take responsibility for it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think, I mean, not, maybe not to the level that you consciously do. That's what I'm saying. But, but most people don't look at their position in life and say, Oh, it's because of the man. It's because of the corporations, it's because of, uh, the government, it's because of, you know, whatever externalities there are. Most people don't do that most people don't think about it but that's the problem people, uh maybe and so so what i'm saying is like and that's what that's why i separate the the communists and the socialists from the most people because uh most people don't even want communism and socialism most people a lot of people don't even know what it is but yeah uh, even even the college kids don't know what it is but but i don't i don't think the poor locust control is is specifically a communist or a socialist uh no problem. but i think it's i think it's a requirement to be a communist oh. and socialist yeah yeah and absolutely that, that's that's what i'm saying so sure if i if i can fix uh if i could i could if i could get everybody you know in the world from from you know the time you know, like i'll just say fifth grade or whatever to understand the concept of you know their their intellect and the amount of motivation they have and the amount of control of their own lives that they have, uh, then there would you, you could almost eliminate communism, socialism. That's that's my goal. Yeah, because um, that well, that's the biggest threat. I mean, if you if you're looking at it like opinion. like a Venn diagram, it's definitely it's definitely uh, the the communists and the socialists all fit within the uh, low locus of control circle. Right. Um, but it's not the entire circle, and it's not an overlap. Um, they they're inside the poor locus of control completely, but so is a lot of other people who don't identify as communists oh, yeah. and socialists. Oh yeah, definitely. Not, and, th- and that's that's kind of why I, I said this may or may not help you. Like this vi- yeah. video probably will not help the socialists the because they won't internalize because, it. Well, for one, they mo- most of them are. How should I say this? They are uh, dependent on their their ego is dependent on believing that they're smart even even though like if if me or you read their their writing it's like like you you're you're yeah. dishonest dis, dishonest lying or dumb you know i mean you know that dishonest lying same thing but <laughs> you're either dis, dishonest or dumb right sure um and so they're 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 dependent well they're not on, dumb so they're obviously dishonest well it's it's hard to tell sometimes okay I mean, but but pick one. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they they would say that they're matter. not dumb. Of course they would. <laughs> uh, but they might be, and they they just don't know. Yeah, and that and that happens to a lot of people that think they're smart, and that's why I, I like to say I don't I don't think I'm smart. I I, I try to be honest, um, and and I but and I have the uh, going by this rule and the, the, the process of thinking about it, 
is that I think I have control over my life. And so yeah. I, whether I'm smart or not really doesn't matter to me. I could, I could eventually figure out that Rufus Cube. Now, somebody else who is, you know, has a way higher IQ than me, they could probably figure it out uh, an entire week faster than me. Right, I might I might take two weeks to do it, or, or a month, or sure. three months. I mean, the I record know. the record is seconds. You know, you, no, you mix no, it I up, mean, and these kids do it in seconds. No, I mean, like figure out uh, a method of doing. Oh, it. okay, sure. So some people it takes them like this. This one guy on YouTube did it. Uh, he, he he practiced for two weeks, and he was able to to consistently solve it in under nine minutes or something. Nice. Right? Like uh, that's that's pretty impressive. It would take me a lot longer than nine minutes to figure it out, and you know, and maybe I don't know if he used uh, you know YouTube videos and algorithms. I think he did sure. algorithms to you know get the right answer. Uh, but he he figured out a way. Doesn't matter you know if he had help or not. But he figured out a way to do it in nine minutes consistently. That's I mean that's really impressive. Um, for me, may, maybe it takes me an entire month to get to that level. Maybe because that guy's IQ is you know way higher than mine. I don't know. Sure, depends how you um, process but, information. Sure, but that's not the point of the the rule. The the rule is. Uh, are you do you do you feel like you have control over your life, and does that affect the way that you make decisions for yourself? And and definitely it does. So if I wanted to you know figure out that Rubik's cube, I could do it. The IQ just says how fast you'll be able to to figure it out, right? So sure. That's uh, so. Yeah, and that goes further. Yeah, the IQ doesn't really matter for for a lot of things, but it, I mean it does. It does matter for. It helps. It's yeah. an assist, that, but that's but that's why people with high IQ end up getting uh, the better jobs is because they they're faster and they get there first, <laughs> so they get yeah. the job first. Um, but that doesn't mean uh, that you should give up or you know, blame society or whatever it is uh, that's getting in your way uh, to stop you. Um, you should just figure out a different way to do it, like the you know the whole mechanism thing. Yeah, a better way if you you know. <laughs> Or, or whatever way that works for you, right? Or, or if you don't like that game, like that guy was saying, he doesn't like playing the you know the work for work for the man. Uh, figure out a different game to play. Yeah. Uh, like I said, th- like there's there's plenty of options available, right? You know, you know, if if you don't want to work for the man, then don't. Right. You 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 can go hunt and forage and fish. Uh, you can panhandle. Right. You can do odd jobs, not for the man. Get paid cash on the side, not you know. There, there, there's an infinite number of ways uh, to survive the planet. Um, there's a handful of ways to survive the planet living the lifestyle that most people would choose to live. Um, and I, I will agree that many of those come with compromises. Um, and one of the things that, you know, one of, the, one of the thoughts that occupies my time, like I said at the beginning, was how do we eliminate that compromise? Right? How do how do we live the the freedom, liberty oriented lifestyle, the anarchist lifestyle, um, without contributing uh, to the man's cause at the same time? Right? How do we how do we do that? Sure. Um, and and some may argue that Elon Musk is doing that because he he's a tax he's a net tax receiver, right? So he doesn't contribute anything to the man. He gets <laughs> most of it paid for by the man. Uh, and therefore, you know, by you. So he's he's figured that aspect of it out, um, which is also a reason why, you know, we're talking about communism and socialism, which is why I, I'm still, I still struggle 
with the individualist anarchist uh, perspective, like the the, the Sternerites, right? Because they go like, that's if that is true, and sure, it, you know, they'll claim it is. It's the it's the truest the truest version of anarchy you have. Um, then that absolutely leads to statism, because it's just if all you're looking at is your own best interest, it's always going to be in your best interest to join the largest gang and to reap the benefits thereof. <laughs> right? Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Yeah, sure. I mean, look at where where does it? Sometimes not. So the 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 one concept that I say I disagree with that is is actually if if all the statists really wanted things to be better for themselves then they'd get out of the way and people would create a better life for everybody including themselves um it's it's i i think it's the the amount of controls on the economy and such are are disgusting and and uh they they do so much more damage that that yeah we 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 could actually you know be living on mars by now if if the government was out of the way totally sure is kind of my my thought process, but I mean, but I would I suggest wrong, but for 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 everyone to get out of each other's way and let that prevail, right? That's again, you're looking at a lot of people going like, I'm going to sacrifice a part of myself for the betterment of my future self uh, and the future of society, right? It's a it's a long term thinking that just just like the locus of control, most people don't want to think about. Right. What if I die tomorrow? What if I die next year? What if I, you know, how much longer do I have um, to to devote part of my resources to this greater cause where I could increase my net worth, increase my value, increase my income uh, simply by joining joining the state? Right. Nope. You guys win. Uh, I'm 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 going to, you know, be a cop or, you know, work in the office. And get the get the bigger paycheck, get the better pension. You know, as long as this state thing's gonna be in existence, uh, why not take advantage of it to the best yeah. possible? But that's also you know, the way a lot of people were were taught how to live too. I mean, it's just like, well, uh, you know, the, on average, a federal job play, pay, pays six figures. Yeah. So of, of course, if if you're middle intelligence type of person um, and you just want that big paycheck uh that's the easiest way to get it i mean <laughs> that's what i'm saying so why wouldn't you <laughs> yeah you know course. we there was uh we we met we met some new movers uh, a couple weeks ago and em is still friends with uh you know with one of them um but we you know they they moved from california and they had fairly well-paying jobs in california like they were banking it in california um and again i believe that wages are a little bit depressed here just what what sure. I see in town, um, but they were having trouble uh, finding jobs that would give them the same income that they had in California. Right. I go well. You got to take the good with the bad, man, because you know you, you're not going to find the income, but you're also not going to have the income tax. Um, and I believe you know you'll find that the cost of living and things are cheaper around here as well. Oh, but sure. That was yeah. that was my experience. Yeah, coming co- from cost of living is is a big part of it. And yes, like depending on on. Like if I was giving somebody advice, uh, like for a single male or something, like if you can go to uh, a very expensive, uh, rich place, um, you know, it has high-paying jobs, and if you New can York get City that, Financial District, yeah, if you can, if you can do that for a little while and uh, 
you know, buy a condo. Uh, then once you pay off that condo, then you have the option to sell that and move anywhere in the country and, and live very, very cheap after that. And that's typically down south. Right. And so the Bible Belt. So that was kind of my rationality for staying in, in Hawaii because um, it's a very expensive place to live. Um, if if you don't have a good paying job, well, you're not going to be able to, to buy a condo. Um, so that's that's where I put my benchmark. It's like as long as I can afford to make the, the, the mortgage, um, I will, you know, kind of guarantee myself uh, a future somewhere. You know? Yeah. <laughs> And and it's a little bit different because if if you're in a low paying area with low uh, low uh, property values and stuff, um, you know once you pay that off, all you can the only thing you can get for it is is what uh, what you got for or what you paid for basically. So yeah, um, so yeah, it, I mean there's lots of strategies, right? But anyway, so so we're talking to them about about the jobs, um, and you're like, well, what do you what do you want to do? Uh, and the gentleman says, well. I had a, I was working for the state in California. So I was, you know, the, the, the local, uh, waste treatment plant was hiring. So like, yeah, I was thinking about applying for that one. Cause I figure it, you know, it's, it's probably a higher paying job. It's a city job. It's a state job. Um, and it's probably one that most people don't want because you're working with sewage and he doesn't give a fuck. Right. Like I'll mm-hmm. do that all day if it pays well. Um, right. but you know, again, right. These, these are people, individuals that moved for the free state project for, for more Liberty, more freedom. Um, and yet are okay working for the man, not just any man, but the actual man. Right. Um, right. So, you know, I didn't, man, it, it is hard for me to bite my tongue in situations like that. <laughs> Cause I'm not trying to run anybody off. And I've, I haven't been here long enough to have any sort of, of, you know, uh, influence, over the local, uh, the, the community, uh, in any way, shape or form. Like I didn't, I didn't jump in, you know, both feet and be like, all right, I'm here to fix things and change things. I just kind of went, I'm here to live my life, man. Uh, but you know, you, you it, biting my tongue was difficult because I go like, why would you, why would you come here for freedom? And then, and then like immediately go like, I want to work for the man. Right. Type <laughs> of thing. Um, but yeah, so it's, you know, it's, it's, I think that's another illustration of my point that it's not just a, it, the, the, the circle is bigger than just communists and socialists. Um, that, and, and it's a mindset that needs to change across the board, uh, before yeah. we get well, to I, I don't, I don't know a global solution. A, I don't know if taking a job from the state means that you're a person that thinks that your life is not in control. Uh, you're not in control of your life, but well, it's a smart thing to do if you're an individualist anarchist because it's the higher it's the higher paying jobs in the area, right? Sure. You want to make the kind of money that you were making wherever it is you came from that you know has higher wages, but you know to uh, to go with the higher cost of living, um, then you're going to end up there. Right? But it's you know it's also it's also hard to hear uh, from the libertarian crowd, personally. But also, so, I mean, just the fact that he's getting a job working for the man means that he's not uh well bl- blaming the man for his his you know position in life so he's he's That's doing true. what he's, he's yeah. he can so so yeah so a little bit different subject i guess but sure but definitely not the best 
anarchist thing to do in my opinion but yeah. whatever well and again it's it's a movement of liberty-minded individuals and libertarians so there's there you know there's there's room for the government um just it's not it's just yeah. not that i i don't care for that too much sure not my thing and it's yeah the, it's it, new hampshire is kind of weird i was i was looking at it um i was trying to figure out the tax laws so i guess they have high property tax but uh Highest things, in the nation. A lot of the other things they don't have taxes on. So, but that so there's no sales tax. But if you if you run a business, there's tax on business. Um, I, I don't run a business, so I I don't have a good answer for you. There's there's no sales tax uh, on goods. However, there's a f- tax on prepared foods. Um, that's ridiculous. So it's like nine percent if you go oh, out geez. and eat at a restaurant. Right. Oh jeez. It's terrible. Right. Well, and so, you know, you buy the food and then you cook it at home type of thing. Um, <laughs> and there's no income tax. Um, but you know, like you said, the property tax is highest in the nation. And it's just like, I think was when we looked it up, MC, I think it was like 2.7% property tax. So right. it's, there are, it's there are ways that they get you. It is significant. It's like, well, yeah, if you have a, I think it was eight hundred thousand dollars. Is what I was looking at for a property. Yep. That's a that's a big house in New Hampshire, but um, big new house too. But um, it's like a thousand dollars a month for uh, taxes. Yeah, um, that's that's a third of what I pay for rent right now in Hawaii. Yeah, um, so <laughs> it's it's, a, it's significant for sure. So so and I I, I I'll share this with you on air since we still got a couple more minutes left um there there are there are um municipalities with better tax laws um than maybe what you're looking at and depending on where you actually want to live if you were thinking about moving here you know for a significant amount of time um the further north you go the more land you get for the price and the housing for the price right so the the ones you showed the one the ones you showed me was like one of the nicer houses in the wealthy neighborhood. Oh yeah, sure. And then one of in the, the nicest the, communities in the biggest yeah. city. So sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's kind of that's kind of what I I want anyway. I, okay. I, I like living in nice nice areas. I would I'd rather, and and actually I, I do like being uh, in close closer to society. I guess I yeah. I I want places to go out to eat. Um, even <laughs> and that nine percent nine percent tax on it. That kind of sucks. <laughs> And the food's not even that good. We're, we're, we've well, yet yeah, to find an exceptional restaurant here. Because taxes are so high. Nobody wants to open a restaurant. And there are a bunch of them are closing now in our, in our little yeah, community. Of course. But I was, talk- I, mean, I, was, I was talking to one dude out on the Vermont coast, right? Apparently there's like a stretch of highway that's just deserted. Like cheap land and no neighbors for miles. And I go, fucking sign me up, dude. Like, sh- show me that place. Because I don't, if I have that place, uh, I don't really need to be around y'all anymore. I'll just hang out over there <laughs> and make the, you know, come in once a month instead of, you know, once a week type of thing. I don't, I don't care. I don't need it. I, I actually live maybe less than, you know, five minutes from the supermarket where I live now. But I want to be even closer. I want to be able to, you know, go down the elevator and uh, end up at Whole Foods, and they, they actually have a building with residential on top of a Whole Foods now. So yeah, <laughs> I want I want that place. <laughs> Just go downstairs and eat. 
Like there's there's n- good luck. You you're not going to find that here. I think the the tallest building um, in the city that we live in is like seven stories or something like that. Maybe a little bit more. Like there's one hotel. It's not that tall, so there's like no real skyline of downtown. Um, and this is the most populated city uh, in the state. And it's it's small time compared to you know Hawaii in all sense. What if so, what if I open up a, a private club in New Hampshire? Can I can I then not charge the nine percent food tax if it's a private club? I don't know. Something to look into. Something like, to look into when you get here. Do because it like Sam, Sam's Club. I don't know. I I, I still I'm I I'm, I'm assuming that the gas you buy at Sam's Club or Costco. Um, that they get some tax break somehow because I don't know how they can be that much cheaper uh, than the regular gas stations. Okay, I don't I don't have a good answer but for you so, there either. I don't know. Maybe I'll have to look that up. But. A lot of times they compete within the area, and I in I what I do know from working at a gas station is the margins are very slim. Right. They make up for it on volume. So those places like the Sam's Club gas, the Costco gas. Um, they do such a significant higher level of volume that they can, they can operate on even more of a razor thin of a margin. I know, but a regular gas station, the the margin is really thin anyway. I don't know how they can get, shave another 50 cents off of that. Volume. I I don't, I don't don't see it. Okay. I think maybe like 10 or 20 cents, but when, (laughs) when you get to that much, it's just, I don't know. I don't see it. Well, you're going to love it here then, man, because the, the gas prices fluctuate 10 20% uh, within a few miles of each other. Sure. Not just at the specialty shops. Like one shell is, you know, I think like 269 and then right down the road, you know, you, you drive like two miles in the other direction, it's like 249 Then you drive a half a mile out of the way, it's like 219 So Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, well, it's a lot cheaper than Hawaii. It's like, it, th- that is true. Yeah. Three fifty at least. No, three three dollars at Sam's Club though. So three fifty normally. I don't even want to know Hawaii prices anymore. Like when I first moved, <laughs> I pulled up the the local the local shopping ad to show uh, my coworker what I was paying, and he went, "Nope, couldn't live there at all." I go, "Yep, it's why I fucking moved, dude." So <laughs> <laughs> it's so so much easier here to get by. Like we were, you know, we we're, were talking about that today. We don't have to continue to get into that, but if you do sure. come, you know, just you know, be aware. You know, be aware that they 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 give you some freedoms in some areas, um, but they make up for it in others. So here it's restaurants and property tax. Um, however, right part of the Free State Project, uh, the Liberty Community that's building and developing here, uh, is to hopefully get rid of that nonsense too. But what it what it takes uh, yeah. in the political system is more people to get here. Um, and be here long enough to a run for office, b get elected to office, and c change the laws with enough votes. So the more liberty-minded people that you know get into politics, the more that they can roll back some of those ridiculously high other taxes that we're yeah. currently paying. Yeah, I, I mean, I hope for the best. I just, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't believe it. <laughs> That's fine, but we'll see. People get disenchanted and disenfranchised all the time. Even, yeah. um, you know, Free Talk Live, the the radio show that I'm on Sunday nights. Uh, also, you know, LRN.FM, shout out there. Um, you know, one of the co-hosts is, uh, has already declared the Free State Project to be a failure and is looking at other options, right? The, 
the uh, economic zones, the free economic zones in other countries, right? Because, you know, they've been here for like, you know, 12 years, 13 years, and they go like, nope, not seeing the changes I thought we'd see by now, and deuces them out. So, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's not, you know, fucking rainbows and, and ponies and, you know, all that fun stuff. There's, sure. There's work to be done from all angles and depending on, you know, what your perspective is, um, and what you're comfortable doing, you know, there's, there's stuff to do. So that's always a plus. All right. Final thoughts. Then we'll wrap it. Nope. All right. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. You guys know where to find us. Anarchistexperience.com. Uh, minds.com slash the anarchist experience. Uh, if you like what you hear and want to contribute to us, do it through Patreon, patreon.com slash the anarchist experience. Thank you very much for listening and we'll talk to y'all next week. Peace.